0: Have you ever wondered why banks sometimes do things that are not quite clear? In this series, I have Robin Roberts. She's the CEO of Pikes Peak National Bank, and she's going to talk today about who banks lend to and why. I thought that might be interesting to the business owners out there, so they might be a little more prepared. Enjoy.
1: Banks only lend to people who have money, so it's when you need money that banks won't lend, and if you have money, then you don't need to borrow. Both of those are not true. Banks lend to people who can pay it back. Banks lend based on your cash flow. You
0: know, Robin, you and I talk a lot about some of the misconceptions and things that we hear on a regular basis. And you've heard more times than you'd like to count is banks only lend to people that have money. And of course, that strikes me kind of weird, you know, because what do you think they're going to do? But let's dive into that and talk about why that is. And today we have another in the series with Robin Roberts. She's the CEO of Pikes Peak National Bank talking about questions she gets asked and some of the answers that folks don't know. So here we go.
1: The comment is made frequently that banks only lend to people who have money. So it's when you need money that banks won't lend. And if you have money, then you don't need to borrow. Both of those are not true. Banks lend to people who can pay it back. Banks lend based on your cash flow, not on the amount of money that you have in your bank account. I mean, we certainly look at that. That's a measure of liquidity for you as a borrower, but we're looking at what cash flow is being generated either from whatever it is that you're purchasing or just generated through your activities. Like you have a job, so you get paid every month or something, and that's cash flow, right? Mm-hmm. It's earnings after expenses is your cash flow. And what is left over to make the payment on the loan from a business perspective? What are your earnings or the revenues from your business? After expenses, you have profit. What is the cash flow available to take on this additional payment? So we're looking at you know what sources of repayment are there? to pay the loan payment. And so, no, you don't have to have, you know, $200,000 in the bank in order for the bank to make a loan to you. But they do look at also after cash flow, then what happens if the business for some reason can't make the payment? Is there cash in the bank? Is there cash from in you, the business owner's accounts where you have some liquidity and can make payments? I would say that when you're looking at any kind of business loan, particularly purchasing real estate, that you're going to need 10% of whatever. You're going to need cash of 10%. There are government programs that can make up that difference, the down payment. So you're going to have to have 10% in. So if you don't have 10%, then there's a problem. But you need to have 10%. You need to think about it in that way. But otherwise, no, banks don't make loans only to people who already have the same amount. Like if you're wanting a $300,000 loan, you don't have to have $300,000 in the bank in order for us to make a loan.
0: Yeah, we talked about this a bit before as well. You know, there's the myriad of indicators of your ability to pay back. The FICO's and credit scores and experience and trans unions of the world. So when a bank's looking at, you know, you only lend to people with money, well, there's also the credit score indicator How does that play into a bank's thought process?
1: Yeah, I mean, your credit score or how, I mean, your credit bureau shows how you have paid credit obligations in the past. So it's historical, looking back over seven to 10 years, essentially. And then there's there's different companies who create some type of risk. A credit score is just a risk. Like it's a measurement of your risk as a borrower based on historical patterns of paying creditors or debt obligations. I mean, I don't know what goes into a credit score because all of that is...
0: proprietary to the various credit.
1: Proprietary, yes. I mean, no one really knows what goes into a FICO score, but you can kind of guess, right? You can kind of tell what goes into FICO score. How much debt do you have? How much, if your credit limits on all of your credit cards is $50,000, and you've used up $49,000 of that credit limit, that's going to negatively impact your FICO score because you only have $1,000 revolving credit left. And on the opposite, if you have $50,000 of revolving credit available and you have you use nothing of it, it's going to increase your FICO score because you have this credit available to you and you're not using it. Having a mortgage or an installment loan on your credit that you have paid well and over some time improves your FICO score. So banks look at your credit score as an indication of historically you've paid your debts. And so we're going to assume that moving into the future, you're also going to pay your debts. And conversely, historically, you haven't paid your debts. And so we're going to assume that you're also not going to pay us.
0: Well, you know, I think about one of the things that perhaps gets lost in translation as you guys take in deposits, and so the deposits that reside there are FDI insured up to a certain limit. So if the bank is lending deposits out on loans, I think you as the depositor would really want to make sure that the bank's busy lending those out to credit quality people. I mean, yeah. you don't lend it to your cousin, Vinny, you know, so why would the bank lend it to your cousin, Vinny?
1: Yeah, I mean, the bank's always going to be the more conservative, risk averse, Lender. I mean, when you're looking at all of the options of lending, the bank generally is going to be the first place that people go. It's going to be the lowest cost as far as interest rates, but it's also going to be the most conservative because we're lending FDIC insured deposits, non-bank lenders, hard money lenders. I mean, there's so many other options, credit cards, those types of loans are going to be more expensive, but maybe easier to get. Because, you know, what's being lent is not FDIC insured deposits. What's being lent is private capital when it really comes down to it.
0: More in the series of things that you didn't know and didn't understand about banking and why it matters as a business owner, because, you know, if knowledge is some level of an edge or power, you know, and one of the things I think we'll do in a subsequent episode is that if you're going to a bank and you're looking at borrowing funds, How do you take and set yourself up to improve your chances of success? So I think we'll do that one in the next episode, Robin.
1: All right. Sounds good. All right.